When you find yourself between here and there, the now and the then, it can feel difficult to embrace life and all that it has to offer, especially when you feel like you haven't arrived yet. Wherever you're at though, we wanna help in that beautiful struggle of transitioning well through aspects of faith and life with The Places Between, a podcast all about transitions. Hi, I'm your host, Wendy. I'm a storyteller and a creative with a passion for adventure, fitness, and faith. What began as a love for travel, experiences, and community turned into helping clients around the country tell their own stories and inviting others to join them. I've always been passionate about people fully living. That means navigating those places between, opening up a safe space to have conversations and encouraging growth along the journey. So join me as we explore what it's like to transition well on the places between. In today's podcast, I felt a stirring towards several things, so I'm hoping this all comes together and that you can walk away encouraged as you listen in. When is the last time you did something that was perhaps beyond your comfort zone, be it striking up a conversation with someone different than you, confronting a fear, physically challenging yourself past your limits, or for my singles, maybe it was asking someone out, or asking for the raise that you know you deserve. Do you remember the last time you had a bold conversation with someone new about their faith? How often do you stretch your daily comforts? Setting a new goal of growth or even your sights on things that will allow you to step into a new season can even be uncomfortable. Last week, I unfortunately had a back injury that could have kept me from a fun new adventure in San Diego. But by the strength and power of prayer, and of course, seeing a chiropractor to help me, which was so good, I set out on an adventure with some new friends, and I got to see and be a part of some incredible moments. I had no idea that I would get to watch someone confront their fear of heights by standing thousands of feet above our beginning pathways or hear the unique ways that people were encouraged and challenged within their own faith journey simply by signing up for something new with friends offering new challenges and adventures to be had. By the time the day had ended, reaching close to 10 miles of terrain, summiting two peaks and experiencing only twinges of back pain, I too was encouraged by a day of fun and laughter and unexpected joy of finishing a hike that all trails labeled as hard. You guys, when all trails labels a hike in Colorado as hard, it is hard. However, I didn't know that being from high altitude would actually go to benefit me, so it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be, which was a huge relief. When I got to experience the sights and the magnificence of the sun setting over San Diego and the city lights, it was such an incredible mountaintop view. Now, I say all of this because at one point of our hike, the idea of mountains moving and Jesus giving us the ability to command mountains to move in our lives came up. Then the idea of God using movement within our lives to see mountains move as well. It's a lot easier to steer a moving object than a parked one, isn't it? 
And so today, as I remember what it would have been like to sit at the bottom overwhelmed by mountains in front of us, or the heights that we'd have to conquer, even the adventures we'd be forfeiting if we didn't start climbing, I'm also recalling an excerpt from a devotional I wrote about God delivering the Israelites from the mountain of their wilderness and believe that this can be true for you today. My hope is that you'll walk away a bit freer with the resolve to also confront those mountains in front of you and just see what God can do, both in and through you, and maybe even around you, because I can confidently say it will be worth it. Just think about the freedom that you can experience. You have stayed long enough. Deuteronomy 1 verse 6. Listen to how it all went down. In the 40th year, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses proclaimed to the Israelites all that the Lord had commanded him concerning them. East of the Jordan in the territory of Moab, Moses began to expound this law, saying, The Lord our God said to us at Horeb, You have stayed long enough at this mountain. Break camp and advance to hill country of the Amorites. Go to all the neighboring peoples in the Arabah, in the mountains, in the western foothills, in the Negev, and along the coast, to the land of the Canaanites, and to Lebanon, as far as the great river, the Euphrates. That's Deuteronomy 1, verses 3 and 5 through 7. In this story, God finally called the Israelites down. But can you imagine being stuck somewhere for 40 years when you can move forward in less than two weeks? That's what happened with the Israelites. They had already been delivered from Egypt and crossed the Red Sea to escape Pharaoh's wrath, but it was here where they wandered around in the wilderness for 40 years to make what was actually an 11-day journey. Why on earth did it take that long, though? I was reading another devotional by Joyce Meyer on this, and she said the Israelites couldn't move on because they had a wilderness mentality. The Israelites had no positive vision for their lives and no dreams. They needed to let go of that mentality and trust God. And so I ask today, what is it that you are facing, which you continue to battle with? Perhaps something you struggle with letting go, or even something you won't confront? A fear? A lack of movement? The pain he caused when his promises weren't fulfilled? What about the professor's statements about your ethic? That conversation you had that she destroyed every hope for a restored marriage? the colleague that had no right to treat you that way, and they did it just to get ahead, that friend who knew all your fears and used it against you. Your words didn't stand true, so they made things up to the others, and now you're seen as a fake. The kids who don't think you'll be a success with your past, or maybe it's you who thinks that. The last project failed, so the thought of another seems ridiculous. You don't want to get burned again, right? It never seems to work the way you hoped, so why try again? You remember that one time when... And on and on the spiral goes. These are just different examples of how awful the haunting is. Has it been years and years? Or has it simply been long enough? My friend, six months too long can be long enough when you're stuck. Wrestling over the same thing or thoughts, complaining about the circumstance you're in, yet no vision or desire to get somewhere new or where God wants you. 
Can I tell you that healthy and whole is what He wants for you? Part of our freedom in knowing who Jesus is, is that He came to set the captives free, and He came to give us vision for our life. He came to silence the voice of the accuser. He also came to help you overcome that mountain. He may not deliver you from it. It may take you going around it or conquering it. There's a verse in Proverbs that says, where vision lacks, people perish. It's Proverbs 29, verse 18. I think this is true for all of our lives. When we dwell in the past instead of looking towards tomorrow and embracing new vision, our spirits become small, and we don't get to the potential that God has for us. So what is it in your life that you're struggling to get through, give up, or release so that you can freely step into tomorrow? Would you ask God for a new vision and wisdom as He makes your path clear? Ask Him to heal the parts of you that need to be healed. I'm pretty sure He's just waiting to jump in because He's a good God who longs to bless you. He longs to make good out of everything you've experienced. Yes, even the bad, but only if you'll let Him. So what's keeping you from stepping freely into tomorrow? Are there things that you need to sort through before you can dream again? Perhaps today is the day of new beginnings where you stop looking behind and start looking ahead. As I wrap up, I want to pray for us. I've done a ton of work within my own life to ask God to heal the parts of me that need to be healed. And yes, there are moments that I still have to ask God for the strength for another day to get me through an obstacle or to not focus on the past so that I can move forward. But being in the places between and actually feeling stuck, there's no worse feeling. It's awful, isn't it? So as I pray, I am truly hopeful that today could be an ongoing renewed commitment to facing our mountains and allowing God to do the impossible. But we've got to do our part by letting Him in and inviting Him to get involved. Father, I pray with and for my friend listening today that today could be the day of new beginnings, where they stop looking behind and start looking ahead. Lord, for some, you know what happened. That just doesn't feel okay to move forward as if it didn't. And yet, when we choose to forgive or look ahead, it doesn't mean that what was done to us was okay. It simply means we are choosing by faith to release trust into your hand that you, God, will take care of us going forward and the weight of the burden from the past can be lifted. Lord, would you help us to keep our eyes forward and on you? Lord, we don't want to stay any longer in the wilderness we've been wandering in. It already feels like it's been too long. So, Lord, will you captivate our hearts with dreams and hopes for the future? Will you breathe into our lives new vision? Heal the parts of my friend listening in that needs to be healed, Jesus. As we choose to trust you to go before us, paving the path, Lord, give us the courage to take a stand against that mountain and obstacle and trust you for miraculous healing, divine guidance, and intervention into our everyday norm. Father, help us to surrender it all at your cross now, and let us walk forward with the hope that you will clear the path before us. Reassure us and reassure those listening that they will know the direction to step into as it appears before them. Thank you, God, for moving on our behalf, 
for the courage to face those mountains, to speak to our circumstances by your authority and experience more life and more freedom. We silence any lies of the enemy who wants to steal, kill, or destroy from this moment right now in Jesus' name. Thank you for your love and your rescue, Jesus. Amen. Thank you guys for tuning in this week. I can't wait for what's ahead. Guests from Austin to Portland with amazing stories to hear for life-giving clarity and encouragement along your journey too. We'll catch you again next week on The Places Between. Thanks again. I'm over here cheering you on, friend. You just finished another episode of The Places Between podcast. If you want to access more, be sure to subscribe or visit theplacesbetween.com to learn more about our guests, episode sponsors, upcoming retreats, and more. Like Stay in the Story, a 25-day devotional all about staying in your story while you wait on your dreams, on God, and on life to come to fruition. And lastly, if you're looking for an online community of people who also want to transition well, then come say hi over on Instagram at The Places Between. As always, thanks for taking time to dive into The Places Between. Until next time, keep enjoying that journey.